0: Learn how Alina Health is committed to providing you support on your path to better health in this edition of the Wellcast. Now, here's your host, Melanie Cole. Even at the cleanest daycare centers, Germs are a given. My guest today is Dr. Mariad Selkis. She's a family medicine physician with the Lina Health Oakdale Clinic, and she's here to provide us with some tips on how to care for some of the most contagious daycare illnesses and what we as parents can do to help keep our children from getting sick. Welcome to the show, Dr. Selkis. Are kids who attend daycare and preschools more prone to infection than kids who do not?
1: Oh, absolutely. I think it's just because of the exposure that they have. More kids, more germs, more... (laughs) more chances of getting sick.
0: Okay, so when we think of daycare, and some of the worst ones, pink eye, and, you know, yikes, (laughs) croup, and and that's why I don't like to take my kids to the big ball pit. You know, we call that ball (laughs) of pink eye. So tell us a little bit about some of those most common daycare illnesses, and what you want parents to know about them?
1: Well, there's many, many common um, daycare illnesses. I think Just thinking about the most contagious ones, you think about just the common cold. You know, your child's going to present with maybe a fever, um, a runny nose, cough. And as a mom of a toddler, I know a cough is like the worst thing ever. Um, But that's the most common symptoms for a cold. And then pink eye is very contagious. Um, Eyes can get red. They don't necessarily have to. But the maddiness, they get matted shut in the mornings. That's the one that I would want parents to know. Take your kids to the doctor. It's probably going to be viral, but they may still get an antibiotic drop just because after 24 hours of being on the drops, then they can go back to daycare and they're not contagious anymore. Um, so those are the ones that I've seen actually recently.
0: <laughs> well, I think you bring up a great point. When do we as parents watch and wait? When do we say we can't, you know, we don't need an antibiotic? Because I'm sure as a physician, you are seeing parents come in and say right away, they need a, a, an antibiotic, even mm-hmm. if it's a virus. How do we know the difference between a virus and a bacteria?
1: You know, that's a good question. And it's kind of hard. And unfortunately, one of the big answers is going to be time. You know, we know that a common cold is going to last about a week. And we know that it should be getting better with time, even if some of the symptoms still last longer than a week, meaning a runny nose or just the cough. But the child, they should be feeling better and you should see that improvement. If we don't see improvement in about a week, then that's when I start thinking, could this be something bacterial? And um, a common question that I get from parents is, I think they have strep throat. Um, we need to remember that usually strep throat does not present with a cough. A lot of the times parents come in saying, my child has a sore throat fever and a cough, therefore it's strep throat, but a lot of the time it's just a viral illness.
0: So when we think about things like stomach flu, because yikes, you can get that just from somebody not washing their hands, and they're at daycare, mm. it's it's going to be a, a stomach flu you know, extravaganza there. What is stomach flu? Different than actual flu, influenza, which we might get our children vaccinated for.
1: Yeah, that's a good question because that's a common misconception. So we call it the, common, the stomach flu, but it's not like the influenza. So when you think about the influenza or just the flu, that is high fevers, sneezing, body aches. That's also very contagious. We try to vaccinate Everybody, because it's one of the most common preventable deaths is if we vaccinate adults, elderly kids. The stomach flu has a complete different gamut of symptoms. It's stomach pain, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. And you are so right. It is oh so contagious. I would recommend that if someone in the household has the stomach flu, clean the bathrooms, everything the child touches, Make sure that you wash the child's hands. Kids don't do a great job at washing their hands. And use soap and water. Hand sanitizer is great for everything, but soap and water is great for the stomach flu.
0: So what do we do? Do do getting these germs at a young age expose, you know, exposing these children, does that strengthen their immune system for later? You know,
1: there's been many studies. Um, done on that same question and the results have shown that it does. It does uh, improve the immune system because, you know, immunity is immunity. Once you get something, you should be immune to it and not get it again. Uh, that being said, we got to remember that a lot of the common illnesses are viral and viruses in nature tend to mutate, which is why we get the cold all the time. <laughs> but um, that being said, it you, the child will less likely have sick days in elementary school if they're exposed to these things in daycare.
0: Absolutely. So, now what would you like parents to know? What should we do as parents to hopefully prevent our children from getting sick? You mentioned hand washing, and while sanitizer is good, do we send mm-hmm. them with a little sanitizer or we just make sure they wash their hands 10 times a day?
1: <laughs> you know, I would just make sure that they wash their hands before they eat and after they go potty. I am not a big advocate of having to wash our hands 20, 50 times a day just to get the germs off. If they get sick, um, the body will take care of it, and for the most, they do okay, and now they have that immunity. So we don't want to put them in a bubble. That being said, like I said, I'm a, I'm a mom as well, and I know the sleepless nights and how much we suffer when they suffer. We don't want to get them sick just to get them sick either. So just good common sense prevention. Wash your hands after the bathroom. Wash your hands before you eat. And, you know, that's about all I would recommend.
0: Dr. Selkis, what about disinfecting our surfaces? You know, there are so many antibacterial wipes Mm -hmm. and sprays. Do we keep our house sprayed down, or is it sometimes good for kids to eat a little dirt? (laughs)
1: <laughs> sometimes it is good for kids to eat a little dirt as long as they have their tetanus shot <laughs> um but uh yeah you know it's important to clean our house but it just depends what we're doing if we're working of course in the kitchen i would sanitize it there's raw meat we don't need to give them a bacterial salmonella or anything but we just don't have to go overboard The body does an amazing job taking care of itself, and our immune system is wonderful. Um, So we just don't have to be paranoid. Just use common sense. If there's raw meat, if there's blood, by all means, please use sanitizer and um, antibacterial. But other than that,
0: just keep a nice house. (laughs) Okay, this is an important question, Dr. Salkeson. One every parent asks themselves, when do we keep our child home? from daycare Mm -hmm. and or school, if a Mm -hmm. stuffy, sniffling nose or a cough, a fever, what is it that would keep our children at home?
1: You know, if your child has a fever, absolutely keep them home because they are contagious. If they have a little bit of the sniffles, a little bit of the cough, talk to the child about coughing into your arm to try to prevent the spread of that illness. But I wouldn't necessarily say they have to stay home. But a fever is an absolute to stay home
0: what about if they're suffering from diarrhea or something is that a stay Mm -hmm. home or you know we know vomiting we're not going to send a child that's vomiting but what if they're sneezing and coughing because coughing is a tough one
1: yep coughing is okay i think it just depends how bad the cough is if the child can still function like there's no fever and they're coughing and they're acting normal it's okay to go to daycare um But if it kind of if it wears them down, that they can't really participate in the daycare activities, then I would keep them home.
0: And in just the last minute or so, Doctor Salkas, give us your very best advice for what we're supposed to do as parents to keep our children safe and you know free from illnesses at daycare.
1: Well, the best advice I would have for parents is just to. Make sure the kid washes their hands before eating and after going to the bathroom. Please don't send them to daycare if they have a fever. And if at any point there's any questions, by all means, please take them to their doctor. That's what we're here for. We all have families and kids, and we care for them. So even if it just is a five, ten-minute visit and we say, hey, the child looks okay, at least you know and you have that peace of mind.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Maried Selkis. It's great information. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health. And for more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day.